Good morning, church. Our scripture passage this morning comes from Joshua, chapter 1. And uh, we're going to do it in its entirety. It's 18 verses, so let's hear the word of God. Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, cross this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving them to the sons of Israel. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you, just as I spoke to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea toward the setting of the sun, will be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves, for within three days you are to cross this Jordan, to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you, to possess it. To the Reubenites and to the Gadites and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God gives you rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you beyond the Jordan. But you shall cross before your brothers in battle array all your valiant warriors and shall help them until the Lord gives your brothers rest, as he gives you. And they also possess the land which the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to your own land and possess that which Moses, the servants of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise. They answered Joshua, saying, All that you have commanded us we will do, and wherever you send us we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may, be, may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your command and does not obey your words in all that you command them, may he be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. May God bless this reading of his word.
You know, in the 1930s and 40s, that was the golden age of movies, so they say. And there were some great movies that emerged at that time. Um, there were a number of, I like the Thin Man movies with William Powell and, and uh, Myrna Loy. And they were very popular in the movie theaters, uh, as was the, the African Queen and Casablanca and the Maltese Falcon starring um, Humphrey Bogart. But during this time, there was a famous movie director that came along. He actually came out of the silent films into the talkies, as they called them. And his name was Cecil B. DeMille. And he gave us such movies as The Ten Commandments, Samson and Delilah, Cleopatra, The King of Kings, and The Sign of the Cross. Epic, epic movies. But during the filming of one of these films, a different one, there was a scene that required a factory to be blown up, an abandoned factory. And the studio acquired this building in the middle of an isolated area and told the mill that he had to get it right the first time around. So he decided to use, instead of the normal one camera or two cameras, he decided to use three cameras. So he had one for close-up, one for mid-range, and one for a long-range and he positioned the cameras and he made sure everything was in place and he spoke on the radio to the uh, technicians and uh, said, you know, is everything ready to go? And they said, yes, and he said, okay, here we go. Ready, set, action. And the succeeding blast was a sight to behold. Content with the outcome, the mill then questioned the first camera people. He said, how did that look up on the close-up there? Sorry, Mr. DeMille, sun was in our eyes the whole time, we got nothing. Okay, proceeding to the mid-range camera, he asked, how did you make out? Sorry, CB, tape got all fouled up in the machine and we got nothing. Finally, DeMille spoke to the camera placement up on the hill. How are things with the long range view? And the camera came back, or and the answer came back. We're ready to shoot whenever you give us the word there, CB. He had to go back to the studio and they had to get the money to find another factory to blow up. In Joshua chapter one, verses one to 18, God is giving the Israelites a second chance to claim the promised land the land of Canaan. And I've entitled this sermon, Ready, Set, Listen. Ready, Set, Listen. And in verses one and two, we read about God's presence and his call upon Joshua. It's interesting how the chapter is divided up. We have in the first nine verses, just God speaking just to Joshua, and he's telling Joshua what he, what he wants to do, what the, what the plan is. And so in verses 1 and 2, we read about God's presence and his call upon Joshua. Moses is no longer leading the people of Israel, and Joshua has been commissioned by God to take the Israelites across the Jordan River to a land that God is giving to the children of Israel.
And in it, this is what God says. Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise. This is the call. Arise, cross this Jordan, you and all his people, to the land which I am giving to them, to the sons of Israel. The second section is in verses 3 to 6, where God speaks the promise, his promise through Joshua. And in verses 3 and 6, we hear the promise of God. Beginning in verse 3, every place on which the sole of your feet treads, I have given it to you, just as I spoke to Moses. This is the land that Moses was told about, the land that was spied out by the former Israelites before they rejected the land as being too hard to attain. The same land is now available again for the Israelite children, and Joshua and God make a series of promises, excuse me, uh, Israelite children and Joshua, and God makes a series of promises to Joshua, and he will see these promises fulfilled. And the first one is, wherever you walk, this is your land. And it's interesting the way that the, um, the sentence comes out. Wherever you are walking, I've already given it to you. You don't have to worry about getting it. It's already yours. Wherever you put your foot, it's yours. The second thing, no one will be able to stand before you. God will be with you. Joshua, just as he was, just as I was with Moses. And I will not fail or forsake you. And you will give this people possession of the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. These are all the promises that God makes to Joshua in verses 3 to 6. Amazing, amazing verses. And then we have the provision of God in verses 7 to 9. The provision of God. And in this, God says... Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. This is the last section that God speaks. And he's speaking to Joshua and telling him about the provision of the word of God. God tells Joshua to be strong and courageous. And then he tells Joshua how to be that way says, do all this according to the law which, my servant, uh, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have success. So it is the word of God upon which Success is based. Meditating on it day and night. Being careful to do all that is, is written there so that there will be success and prosperity. The way to prosperity and success lies in meditation on the word of God and doing all that is written in it. Strength and courage come instead of dismay and fear as the people realize that God is with them wherever they go. The second section of this chapter is Joshua speaking. And he's speaking to the tribal leaders of the 12 tribes of Israel. 
And in verses 10 to 15, Joshua calls for a time of preparation in order for the people to be ready to enter the promised land by crossing the Jordan. Even the tribes that could remain on the far side of the Jordan, the east side of the Jordan, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, needed to head across the Jordan with the other tribes, ready to do battle. And uh, it's even mentioned that they are at the head, at the beginning, at the front of this attack. So they go ahead, and they go into the Promised Land, to the, the, uh, the place that uh, um, the children of Israel were to possess. This section shows how important the unity of the whole of Israel would be. It wasn't, you go off and do your own thing, and we'll just sit here and have good thoughts about you. Everyone went until it was accomplished. Whatever was to be accomplished would be accomplished. The third section of this chapter is the response of the leaders. And that is verses 16 to 18. The promises of the people. And in verses 16 to 18, the leaders declare that all that Joshua commanded them to do, they would do. This is what they say. They answered Joshua saying, all that you have commanded us to do, wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your command and does not obey your words in all that uh, you command him, shall he be put to death, only be strong and courageous." Their view of how loyal they are to Joshua and God may be somewhat skewed, especially with that statement, just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Do you, do you recall how faithful they were in obeying all the things that Moses commanded them to do? We do remember a golden calf, and we do remember some of the, uh, some of the mishaps and the... Uh, the the upset and the anger and the bitterness and the times when they say, oh, we wish we were back in Egypt. And yeah, it's amazing how things get skewed. Those rose-colored glasses sometimes can really skew the past. We know that in the succeeding chapters that the action part of this story occurs, but we cannot and should not dismiss the listening part prior to the movement. There is much that this chapter provides for its readers and hearers. And I would like to suggest just three things. This is a rich, rich passage. Three things that we can take from today that we can meditate on for the next couple of weeks. And this is the first thing that I took from this. The Israelite children got a second chance to possess the land promised to them. God had kept his promise. This was a promise that he made a long time ago through Abraham to cross the Jordan in order to possess the land. Faith Baptist Church has its own Jordan to cross in the near future as the mission edge goals are put in place. And it will be with the reliance upon God, our meditation on the word, prayer, and listening. And as we, as we do that, and as we rely upon um, God, through his Holy Spirit, we will move forward. But we can only move forward 
if we think about what God is thinking about, if we ask God to show us what it is we are to do, then we will be successful. Then we will be prosperous. The second thing, the unity of the body is the strength that we need in order to move forward together. We do not have the time to spend in disagreement over things that we feel God is calling us to do. Just as Joshua encouraged unity for the task, we also need to be unified and encourage each other for the task ahead. We cannot spend our time on things that do not matter. Myself included, personal preferences. I'm great on personal preferences. I would love to see this and I would love to see that. But that's not the way it is. We need to rely upon God and we need to move forward as a unified body. And the third thing I got out of this passage was honor and prayer for leaders that God has placed in our midst for the season to come. Pray that they will be strong and courageous and that they will lead us as God leads them. This is an important thing. We need to continually lift up in prayer our leadership. We need to um, ask God to give our leaders wisdom and discernment and that we will be willing to listen and that the reality of the sentence we will do everything that Joshua commanded us to do will become more of a reality as we look at doing things together in honoring our leadership. Those are just three of the things but this passage is so, so rich. The last thing I would like to say is this. This is a blessed place, and God has ordained for this place to cross the Jordan River. And in the season to come, as we do that, may we do it together. Lift each other up. Come alongside each other. Support each other. For that is an important way that we will succeed and be prosperous and bring honor and glory to Jesus. Thank you.